The Triad Podcast Network is brought to you by Ashley McKenzie Sharp and the Sharp Mortgage Team, who are here to tell you that there are options for people in Winston-Salem ready to buy a home, but are hesitant because of interest rates. The Sharp Mortgage Team can help buyers in many ways, including using North Carolina down payment assistance and a program called the 2-1 Buy-Down. How does it work? The buyer pays a fee at closing to reduce the interest rate on the buyer's mortgage by 2% in year one and 1% in the second year. This temporarily lowers the buyer's monthly payment to make the home more affordable. Then in two years, the buyer can look to reduce the interest rate by refinancing the house. Now that so many homes are on the market, this is a fantastic way to negotiate with the seller so that you both win. The Sharp team is here to help buyers all around the triad purchase their next home. Get started with a simple email, ashley at sharploans.com, A-S-H-L-E-Y at S-H-A-R-P-E loans.com, ashley at sharploans.com. This is the Triad Podcast Network. All right, real estate podcast with our real estate expert from the Ginther Group and despondent Cleveland Browns fan, mm. Lake Ginther. Is, is, that, is, that a, is that redundant, despondent yeah. Cleveland Browns fan? I think, it, I think it is at this point. Yeah, yeah. You 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 doing okay? I mean, I would ask you if you're doing okay, but I mean, you're just like, oh, same old, same old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you would think, but it's tough. I mean, every year we we legitimately believe that we're different this year. It's mm. it's amazing, really. Um, it really is. Uh, yeah. it, and it's funny. The announcers, by the way, just side note: the announcers said yesterday, you know, when they thought the game was over and we were up by two scores with less than two minutes, and the other team had no timeouts, so it was basically. Did per, like almost scientifically impossible to lose that we were going to be oh and we were going to be two and oh for the first time since like 1992 yeah. um and and then we proceeded to to do something uh, i think historically impossible with one caveat we did the same thing 21 years ago yeah <laughs> historically impossible yet, yet likely the- like, like probable if you're if you're a Browns fan. Yet, if you're Cleveland, you can do it twice yeah, in yeah. 21 years. I think my the favorite thing I heard was when they started the season one and zero. It was the first time that anybody's been ever been able to tweet about the fact that the Browns were one and zero because the last time they were one and zero, Twitter did not exist. Yeah, I thought that was funny too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of Browns. We are the butt of the jokes. Um, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know when that's going to end, Adam. I don't, I don't have a good feeling about it. But I said beforehand, too, I'm going to toot your Adam's horn is, is he's now famous as he's been on ESPN uh, a bunch. I'm uh, calling the, the Hail Mary play. It's been, a, it's, it's been a fun time if you're an App State football fan. It's been the exact opposite as if you were a Cleveland Browns fan. If yes. App, yes. App State is America's team in college football. Um, yep. Get more comments now wearing App State apparel. Just We were at the Winston-Salem Food Truck Festival. On, on Sunday, um, we're, we're recording this. It was Sunday the 18th, depending on when you're listening to this. But uh, yeah, wearing my App State shirt, my App State hat, and uh, got a lot of comments just walking down. People people love App State right now. So yeah, maybe uh, maybe some of that magic can make their way to your beloved Browns. But uh, uh, I'm not going to hold unlikely. my breath. But as, <laughs> not likely. As a, as a uh, Buckeyes fan, uh, that's why everyone's like, why are there so many Buckeyes fans? Well... Cleveland and Cincinnati, uh, professional sports teams, yeah. 
really make us obnoxious as Ohio State fans because that's the only way we get any victories. It's the only taste of success you're ever going to get, correct? <laughs> Pretty much. And and yeah. I, I finished the statement as a Buckeye fan. I love I've loved App for uh, because they killed Michigan. Right. Yeah. Literally sunk that ship for like a decade. It was a lot awful. of Ohio State fans own App State apparel. Yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> a lot of them do. Yeah. Uh, every September 1st, they get to make fun of Michigan fans every single year. It's um, Okay. As much as we'd love to, to talk about our, our football teams, we're here to discuss real estate like we always are. But uh, Blake, one of the things that we were discussing before we hit record is your, your, your phone is always blowing up because you're a very busy guy and a lot of people... Um, you, you have a lot of different relationships in various places. You're very good at your job. And so a lot of people reach out to you for, for various questions, but you've, you told us that your phone's been ringing quite a bit from, uh, colleagues of yours, people in the industry that, um, are, are asking some questions about where things are headed because it sounds like things are maybe changing just a bit. What would you tell us in terms of just recent conversations you've had related to real estate here locally? Yeah, yeah, it's been interesting. And I, and I should say, too, some of them are in real estate, but not um, residential realtors. Um, and some of them are residential realtors. Um, but but I, and 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 I was joking. I just said to you, I think it's just because I'm a, uh, the most consistent regurgitator of data. Uh, and that, and that's going for that nickname. Um, and and I think that it's an interesting thing across the country. We're seeing sales go down in certain cities by 50 percent. I mean, fifty percent fewer sales mm. in some major cities, um, and and so it's not even that more listings that many more listings are coming on so much as they're just not going off like they normally do, and you know here locally for in about ninety days, really from you know mid June say through mid September, our inventory hovered in Forsyth County very similarly, very much around five hundred, and then we started last week as we almost always do in the upper 400s. And we finished the week um, by, by Friday, instead of going up to 520, 525, like we normally do, we were up in the 550s. Um, and so a lot more came on the market last week. Mm. And I'm going to be curious to see, um, I've been a little surprised, frankly, if it goes back off quickly, because there's just not as many buyers. I mean, so the demand has absolutely been softened, right? The, the interest rates have now ticked up several times. Um, and, and they're, you know, what close to 6% as we, as we record this, um, I could see them going up into the mid sixes. Um, it's a fine line that the government has to play with softening, uh, inflation while not, you know, crippling markets. Yeah. Um, and it's a fine line. I think, I think they're, it, cities like ours that are, are growth, locations, right? More people moving to our city than moving away um, has helped, helped keep us level. But I I look at certain pockets, like I look at um, Tampa Bay, um, great city, and I think they are a a growth city. And yet they have started to soften more than us. Um, And so as has, you know, when you look, everybody goes, yeah, that's what happened in 08, you know, the Phoenix market and and the Florida markets, um, but the thing about those locations that I want local listeners to hear is they have a way more new construction than us, like way more. Um, and, and they are, they desire growth candidly way more 
than the triad. I, you know, I mean, I think y'all have heard, I've, I've made the joke that Charlotte wouldn't exist if Winston hadn't turned it down first. Like everything <laughs> that was, that is big in Charlotte, almost, not almost, but a lot was in Winston first, right? This city does not desire to be a big city. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think some of that has changed a little bit. I think the commissioners do want a little more growth than prior commissioners. But, you know, we love not having traffic. We love being kind of like a, a little big city. Comfortable and, in our own skin. Yes. Yes. And an and easy place to live. I mean, it's yeah. such an easy place to live. So, yeah. so all that to say, like, we're fortunate and a little bit more sheltered from some of the massive growth that is causing certain big cities to struggle to soften even more so in real estate. And, yeah. and, and I would say that, you know, anybody who's listening that if you're expecting like anybody who's talking about a crash, like even in the bigger cities, that's not really a thing for probably another year of this. If we have another year of more uh, supply outlasting demand, then yeah, I think that a, a, a housing step backwards could happen. Not a so crash. But a Not step a crash. Back. Yeah, a, a pretty a step backwards. Um, yeah, really. Historically speaking, 08 was such a you know seven and eight was such an asterisk that can't happen again. I mean, it, yeah. it won't happen again in our lifetime because of memory, right? I, I'm not going to promise anything in the future past our lifetime, but those that are alive that were alive in that time period will not allow that to happen again because deregulation and loan fraud uh, aren't going to happen again yeah. uh, in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, they might, they probably will repeat themselves in a century or so when people forgot about it, but too many people who were alive won't let that happen. And so yeah. um, I believe, and so I don't think we're going to see an artificial res- like crash because that's just not going to happen. But I do think a step backwards is potentially a thing if for the record, I don't, I'm, I don't, guess and not all i'm guessing i'm just guessing i don't believe that's going to happen in 23 the data doesn't support a step backwards the data supports so far this year we've gone up 16 percent home values in forsyth county have accrued 16 percent since the beginning of the year right so no, excuse, let me back up in the last 12 months so august um nope i'm lying i'm lying the data regurgitator is lying it has gone up 16% since January 1st of 2022. So that's a lot, dude. And that's abnormally high. That's ridiculously high. Yes. And so, and most of that was the first five months of the year. Yeah. The last three months or so, three and a half months have softened tremendously, right? It, we haven't gone backwards, but they've gone probably the first, you know, I'd say 13, 14% was those first five months. And the last couple of months, we've gone up two or 3%. Um, that trend seems about right. I think next year we're going to look at single digit equity increase for the first time since 2019. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. Is totally great and healthy. Yeah. Yep. I, I yeah. don't even know. If, I'm not even predicting like we'll get back into the historical 4% where we usually live. I think we'll probably be seven, eight, 9%. Which is but, great. Which is amazing. Right? Which is a great return on investment. Yes. And still probably too high, right? Um, 
in a perfect world, just like we want interest rates to probably live in the upper fours, low fives, we probably want, you know, same exact same amount for equity increase. As the season changes here in the triad, so does the feeling of being outdoors. The humidity lessens, the mosquitoes start to disappear. It's just more comfortable. But as those things drop, so do the temperatures. So how do you make sure you can still enjoy being outside? Well, here's a solution. How about a screened-in porch with a fireplace? I feel more relaxed just reading that sentence. Our friends at Icon Custom Builders have been transforming homes in the triad since 2005 and can help clients enjoy their homes year-round, through all seasons. Whatever is on your wish list, large or small, Icon can help. You dream it, and their full-service design-build team can turn it into reality by guiding you through every step of the process. Just visit their website, iconcustombuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and start your dream project today. We talk about this with investments. You know, we, we discussed this ad nauseum with Jennifer Johnson in our, in our financial podcast, but markets are cyclical. And, and real estate is cyclical. It's not always a seller's market. It's not always a buyer's market. It goes back and forth. And hopefully you just don't get from one extreme to the other. It's just kind of juggling back and forth a little bit. But you know, to, to maybe summarize what you were just saying, inventory is up locally. Demand is, is, is down because interest rates are... Again, not, uh, we're not talking about a, um, just a, a drop we're talking about just down because interest rates are leveling things out to, to combat everything that happened over the last 12, nine to 12 months, basically. Yep. So um, I guess, I guess my question then Blake is we're, we're, we're still kind of in a seller's market, right? It's just not an extreme seller's market and we're, we're evening out to, to a very healthy place, right? Yes. Yeah, correct. I mean, we're, we're two months inventory, right? Which so a level market would be four months inventory. So we're still significantly a seller's market. But but when we started, you know, I mean, a couple just a few months ago, at our peak, which was early May, we were we got down to two weeks inventory. In certain markets, down below that, one week inventory. That's and that's just way dangerously low. And we're not mm-hmm. there. But two months, you know, it, if if we continue this trend and we get up to four months, which I don't frankly think will happen, but let's just say we do, um, that, that would, if we started the year at four months, I, I think that would be great because that would, then what would happen is the, the, the demand that is Q1 and Q2 from a real estate perspective, especially locally, will bring that back down. But now mm-hmm. it would bring it back down to where we are today at two months, and that would still be healthy. And, you know, I think if anybody's listening to this and they're like, uh, I'm bored. What does this mean? It really means if you are thinking of, <laughs> of buying or selling, frankly, the fall now is definitely, I think, the best time to buy. Um, if you, so if you don't have a home to sell, you should be buying this fall. 1,000%. And everyone goes, yeah, but the interest rates, you know, um, so if you don't have a home to sell, then frankly, who cares? It's the people that have a home to sell that go, I don't want to leave this two and a half interest rates and buy. Um, and I get it. I, I get it. Um, if if the, you're not going to for a marginal move, mm-hmm. right? 
But if, if the home doesn't fit you anymore, then you should consider getting a, a buying down your rate and doing a two one buy down, which is a much less buy down. Um, and it doesn't cost that much and it lowers your point. Two points is a significant, but just for one year, right? It just lowers your point two points. So right now, five, seven, five, if you did a two one buy down, you'd have a three, seven, five for the first year. And then you'd have a four, seven, five for the second year. And then it'd go up to five, seven, five forever. But the, really, you'd be refinancing anyways. And everybody, I'm going to keep saying it over and over. You were marrying the home. You were dating the rate. You're marrying the home. You're dating the rate. So yeah. you should buy now. You're going to have way more inventory and way less competition this fall. Yeah. And, but if you have a home to sell, and somebody asked me that on Facebook, um, hopefully a potential new client um, said, okay, so what if you have a home to sell? Like you keep talking about buyers, should should you sell right now? And and you know, let me let me, th- hey, hey, let me let me just sorry, let me jump in and just mention something real quick. Uh, a couple things because I think I think you're getting into you're probably getting into the next question that, that I want to ask, and I want to make sure I have a chance to piggyback off what you said with the interest rates, dating the interest rate, marrying the home. Um, people probably heard an ad on on this podcast for our friend Ashley McKenzie Sharp. She's with NEO Home Loans. Yeah. The ad actually specifically mentions what you're talking about, which is you can you can buy down the rate. You can you can do something where you're able to uh, not get yourself locked in permanently into a higher interest rate like you might have right now. There are some amazing options. So uh, find that ad. It's it's at the beginning of the episode. Just shuttle back to the beginning, listen to it, and you can talk to Ashley if you have any questions. Um, but Blake, it sounds like you're you're about to get into sellers may have to start working, may actually have to do, make some effort <laughs> to sell their home. You could sell your home previously, you know, a year ago, six months ago. You didn't really have to do much. You can kind of name your terms, right? Yes. Um, and, and let let all the competition come to you and just pick what you want. Uh, not necessarily the case anymore, right? That's right. I mean, and, and it's funny. I mean, when I would meet with folks, I still recommended doing certain things. And I, I just had to clarify, like, you don't have to. You didn't have to, you know, paint all your kids' handprints and scuff marks. And you didn't have to take down your photos. Um, you didn't, you know, you didn't have to clean the carpets. You didn't have to power wash. You didn't have to do these things for a couple of years. Um, I still recommended it because um, you would get crazy, stupid, stupid above this, above the normal stupid, like, you know, bonanza stupid. And, and if you did those things, uh, in fact, I'm thinking about one client in particular, um, you know, who got 30 some thousand dollars above their heightened expectations. Uh, So it, but that now I think you, if you do those things, you will, uh, as a seller today, you will get probably pretty darn close to the number you hope. Um, and, 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 and that's not going to be as good as your neighbors and friends who sold three or four months ago. I think that's the greatest challenge is when I meet with sellers today, they're looking at closings in May, June, July that went under contract in April and May and closed later. And they're like, but look at what my, my neighbor Bob got. My house is better than neighbor Bob's. And it's like, well, neighbor Bob timed it really good. And, and you know, we're not in that market. And it, most of those sales, by the way, were crazy bonanza, you know, 20 plus offers on neighbor Bob's house because neighbor Bob had one of three active houses. Right. 
right? And that's, that's not a thing anymore. So just go that extra step. Do the things that we know we need to do. Everybody, I don't know. If, do people still watch HGTV? Because I used to make that joke. I mean, yeah, I think so. I don't personally, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, it, it, they're watching everything on demand now. So probably not live anymore. Yeah, I used to too, Adam. And I'm like, I don't anymore. We don't. We used to have that show just on in the background and now we don't. Um, and I'm like, is that most people? Is HGTV suffering? So um, I, I don't know. Because I'm not really worried about them, but I used to make that joke all the time. Like follow the HGTV rules. Like they say, mm-hmm. take down your photos. Mm-hmm. You should do X, Y, and Z. They kind of did a lot of my job for me with preparations of expectations. And now I don't know. I think we might have to go back and start talking again. The Triad Podcast Network is sponsored by Jennifer Johnson, owner of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and a local certified financial planner who helps people plan for big financial goals, such as retirement or college. Especially now, navigating markets is challenging, particularly for those gearing up for retirement, young professionals, business owners, or retirees. Am I saving enough for retirement? As a business owner, do I need a workplace retirement plan to attract and retain key employees? Am I using the right individual investment strategies? Personally, I had some of those questions. Plus, how do I save for my kid's college education? So I went and got local independent advice from Jennifer and her team at Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. They're located in Winston-Salem, and you can get started like I did with a complimentary, no-obligation consultation right here in the triad. Just call 336-701-1600 or email jennifer at the number 3-magnolias.com. Jennifer at 3-magnolias.com. And be sure to catch Jennifer's podcast covering all sorts of financial tips, trends, and strategies right here on this same feed with the Triad Podcast Network. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Yeah, it, it really is timing, man. It, it really is. But it's not to say that you shouldn't try to sell now because it is still a seller's market. And if you uh, just as just like you said, hey, if you're a buyer, now's a great time. Still a good time if you're a seller because as demand softens, you don't want to get in. You don't want to get into a situation where you're trying to sell as the demand keeps going down. You're still in a seller's market, so take advantage of that while you can. You just yeah, you got to put a little more effort in. There's really only a couple neighborhoods that are very timing related. Mm-hmm. Right. There's only a couple that it's like, man, that neighborhood really does the vast majority of its sales in Q1. Right. There's a couple of neighborhoods in town that are that way. Yeah. With the exception of those asterisks, I would tell most people that they should go ahead and list. Go ahead. If, they, if they're thinking of moving up in our current market. And I think that's what the interest rates have slowed down the most is the move uppers. Yeah. And, you know, just buy down your rate. Buy down your rate, and and uh, you're still gonna you're gonna get a better deal on your purchase, such that buying down your rate is no big deal. Um, and they need to listen to Ashley's podcast, um, and they need to listen to you with all of their options because yeah. they have a lot of lending options now, yeah. more than they are accustomed to if they if they bought five plus years ago. Yeah, yeah, and and. I don't understand all the technicalities of it, but Ashley 
you know, they, they gave me the, the bullet points of the copy to read for the ad. And I was able to explain it in terms of, okay, this makes sense to me. They can explain this really well, but I tell you, you want to get into the nuts and bolts of it. She knows her stuff, man. Um, and, uh, she'll, she'll find some, some cool options for you if you want to get out there and buy. So don't be scared by the interest rates going up, find the home you want and take advantage of a, of an opportunity where there's not as much demand as there was three, four, six months ago. Yep. Yeah. You, you might even be able to negotiate. I mean, let's not get crazy. Not every time, um, sellers are still getting mostly close Mm -hmm. to their asking. Some are going, uh, still going uh, slightly above or slightly below, um, it just depends on if if people's expectations and where they are. We are seeing folks just price with neighbor Bob's pricing. And we're like, right. y'all, like right. that house wasn't, look, you know, when you see it, and a lot of folks don't, but when you see the data of, of people who bought and sold in May, April, May, June, the list price was oftentimes, like I'm thinking of a listing, we listed at 599 and it went, it sold for 640. Those, those, that was not that uncommon. It, mm-hmm. it, it is, it is, that is not common now. Right. And so what happens is they see neighbor Bob 640 and they go, my house is better than neighbor Bob's. So I want to list it 650. No, no neighbor Bob probably should have sold frankly closer to 600, right? Yeah. 620 ish maybe. Yeah. So, so if your house is better than neighbor Bob's, you might have to list below neighbor Bob's. At six twenty-five, and and by the way, if 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 there's if it's not done perfectly, if you haven't gone that extra step, it might sell. Heaven forbid, close to six twenty-five. Oh, the horror! Right? Heaven forbid. <laughs> yeah. But by the way, your same six twenty-five house before COVID was probably four seventy-five. Yep. So take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're still in a great situation. You're not in an uncommonly exceptional situation, but you're still in a great situation. Yeah. All right. Gr- fantastic perspective uh, on this episode, as always, Blake. And uh, the data regurgitator strikes again. That's a great nickname, by the way. That, Is it data a- regurgitator or regurgitator of data? I think I like re- regurgitator of data. There you go. Okay. All right, we'll go with that. Regurgitator of data, Blake Ginther. All right, how can they find you, my man? Regurgitatorofdata.com, right? That's it. I, I'm going to go look at that domain. Go get, go get that domain. I'm going to go, go grab that domain. Uh, so <laughs> for now, the domain is theginthergroup.com, theginthergroup.com, or give us a call at 336-283-8689, All right, my man. Great stuff as always. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, famous man. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.